Hey everyone, welcome along to another bite-sized episode of the High Performance Podcast. So what we traditionally do every Friday is we just reflect, look back on an episode of High Performance from maybe a few months, sometimes maybe a few years ago, because I just get this feeling that there's so many lessons, there's so much learning on these episodes. How do we harness it all and remember it all? I think one of the best things to do is to do just this, to reflect and to look back. I remember actually Jo Malone, the incredible perfumier, she came on High Performance and she spoke about when she had um, her breast cancer diagnosis and she said that in the years after that, the lessons from that period slipped through her fingers like sand. And I always remember that when we talk about lessons from High Performance. How do we help you to grasp that sand? Well, by doing this really. And also by putting the people who are the stars of our show, by putting those legends, those leaders at the forefront of what we're doing and therefore... I'm very excited to announce this. We are going to bring you Dan Carter, the All Blacks Rugby Union legend, to the UK. We are going to bring you High Performance, an audience with Dan Carter at the Hackney Empire on June the 14th. Now, not only has Dan won two Rugby World Cups, he's also done it through incredible application, true focus on those small margins, those 1%, those world-class basics. The way that he lives, the way that he thinks, the way that he operates, there is so much about it that is inspiring and applicable to all of us in our everyday lives. And we are going to be on stage talking to Dan, myself and Professor Damien Hughes. We'll have a Q&A with him. And you will also get a signed copy of Dan's new book, The Art of Winning, before it's even released. So what can you expect from Dan Carter? Well, he's a previous guest on High Performance, one of the most celebrated, one of the most listened to episodes we've ever recorded. This is what he told us when he joined us on the podcast. You're going to love some of this stuff. I stumbled across my personal purpose. Looking back now, I'm just so grateful that I had that vision, that purpose. And that came about when I walked off the field in 2003 after playing my first test for the All Blacks. So if I rewind back to uh, a five-year-old Dan Carter, it was the inaugural Rugby World Cup. It was here in New Zealand, co-hosted with Australia. And one of the first games, the All Blacks played Italy. And from one of the kickoffs, John Kewen got the ball. He beat 11 players to score this incredible try. It was one of the most amazing tries. And as a little five-year-old kid, I'm like, man, he's my hero. So I went straight outside and I was pretending to score tries like John Kerwin. Now, the All Blacks went on to, to win that World Cup. And I remember watching David Kirk, who was captaining that game, holding the William Webb Ellis Cup above his head. And as a five-year-old, I, I don't remember a lot from when I was five years old, to be honest. But I remember that moment of going, I want to be an All Black. This is my dream. Now, I never actually thought it would happen. I grew up in a little town of only 700 people. So in my opinion, as a five-year-old, I thought uh, all blacks aren't supposed to come from these little these little villages of only 700 people. So anyway, I love rugby so much. I did it because it was fun or my mates were doing it. I was okay at it. I was never the best. And then all of a sudden, through hard work and a lot of sacrifice, I became an all black played my my debut against Wales in 2003 and all of a sudden my dream had become a reality and I walked off that field and I was like is that it man that was the most incredible feeling but I don't want this feeling to ever end like I don't want to be just another all black where I play three or four games I don't want to be an, an all black that plays one season I want to be an all black great 
So every day I got out of bed, it's like, well, what does a what does an all black great do? It just sparked this real growth mindset in me. I just right, I'm just gonna use every day to try and be the best. Let's just try and get better every single day. As soon as you became an all black, you had to look where the all blacks came from. This incredible history of over a hundred years, so successful. So we called it our fucker papa, like where have you come from? You're belonging. There's an excellent book called Belonging by Owen Eastwood. And um, he talks a lot about that, actually looking back at where you've come from to know where you're going. So as an all black, as soon as you come into the environment, you soon learn this incredible history. So your one job while you're an all black is to add to the legacy. You're just a custodian of the all black jersey. So when you finished your role, you have to leave it in a better place than you got before it. So that was that was my mission in the All Blacks is to when I do finish, I want to add to the legacy. And I felt like I was able to do that. And it, there was some great synergies between my personal vision of wanting to be a great All Black and and the I guess the the mission of of every All Black of trying to add to the legacy. There are different types of pressure. Um, there's there's pressure that a homeless person goes through to, to try and find a meal uh, every day. But there's also high performance pressure, uh, the pressure that athletes, successful business people have to deal with on a daily basis. And as soon as you, you realize you have pressure in your life, you should get excited. And I know you had Ben Francis on here from Gymshark uh, recently talked about pressure being a privilege. It's as simple as that. Like I, I want pressure in my life. If I'm going through, you know, a week and and um, and it's all too easy, then I know that I'm not on the verge of greatness. So when I have pressure in my life, I have people relying on me. I know that my preparation has to be second to none. I know that I've got eighty thousand people in a grandstand, millions of people watching me to see whether I succeed or failure. That's the pressure that I love, and I actually thrive upon it. You look at the vision of wanting to to be an all black great. Okay, that's ten years plus. It's something you you walk towards. But you write that in my. I'd write it in my book at the start of each year. That's actually something I wanted to see every day when I opened my book. Um, but then you bring it back. Okay, what does this year look like? So you break down your year. What what are the goals that you want to achieve this year, this season? Yep. And then you bring it down. Okay, well, what competition am I? Am I in Super Rugby? Okay, well, what goals do you want to achieve in Super Rugby? And then I bring it into the week. Okay, well, what is my week going to look like? So, and then I break it down to what does every day going to look like? So every Sunday, I'd write down. Okay, Monday I'm doing this. Tuesday I'm doing this. Wednesday is my day off. I'm actually I'm going to do this. You know, I don't want to waste any day. Even my recovery days, I'd write down. Right, I'm going to do a swimming recovery. Right, I'm going to get a massage. Right, I'm going to use the afternoon to unwind. Actually, do some hobbies that I want. Okay, after dinner, I'm going to spend half an hour just in in my playbook. You know, just getting upskilled in the game plan some more. So I was really strict in my preparation, and and I think that was a big part of of my success and 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 my drive. And it's something I've actually taken into to life after rugby. You know, I get to my Sunday and I just don't want to waste any day. I, I really want to, to plan each day and just going back to that saying, have a growth mindset of I just want to get better each day. So do you still keep a notebook? 
I do. Yeah, it's uh, it's right here actually. So <laughs> even at the end of my career, a lot of the young guys were doing it all on their iPads, and here I was, this dinosaur, quite old school <laughs> like that. Just really something about writing it down. As soon as you you write it down, it's the same with my goals. It's I have to do it. You know, I'm a firm believer of you do the work and you earn yourself a beer at the end of the week. So there we go. A few clips from Dan Carter when he joined us on High Performance and now you get to see him live in person. A really rare, really unique opportunity. Dan is over here from the other side of the world, from New Zealand, and we're going to put him in front of you live at the Hackney Empire. So if you want to join us, if you want to get a copy of his new book, The Art of Winning, signed by him before it's even released, if you want to hear myself and Professor Damien Hughes in conversation with Dan, then make sure you join us at High Performance, an audience with Dan Carter on the 14th of June at the Hackney Empire. Now I'm going to be totally honest with you, okay? Tickets to this are going to go fast. This is not an opportunity that comes around very often. So if you want in, then there's limited numbers that can be there. Hit the link right now in the description to this podcast and we will see you in June for a night that you will not forget. I can't wait to bring you an audience with right here from High Performance. Speak soon. See you on June the 14th.